millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at uh1.com. is no secret that my top manifesting hack is my daily use of subliminal audios. I mean, mostly because I'm lazy and I get to manifest in my sleep. What a goddamn dream. Who wouldn't love it? Subliminal messaging has been around for years. The Guardian published an article back in 2007 stating that scientists have found that subliminal messages leave a mark on the brain. And that's why everyone from Apple to Coca-Cola have infamously used it in their advertising campaigns. Subliminal stimuli are any sensory stimuli below a person's threshold for conscious perception, i.e. you think you're just listening to a relaxing piece of music, but boom, there are hundreds, if not thousands of powerful statements and affirmations beneath the music that you can't hear with your conscious brain. These affirmations can have distinct impacts on people's thoughts and behaviour. Choose from a range including perfect health, wealth and success, beauty and confidence, fertility, weight loss, meet your soulmate, peaceful and present parent, happy kids and so much more. Easily download onto your phone or live stream when exercising, cooking dinner, in the bath or my personal favourite as you go to sleep as part of your daily mindset practice. Go to francescaamber.com to get yours. What up, bitches? Welcome back to Law of Attraction Changed My Life. I am your host, Francesca Amber, who has honestly had the most glorious day. She's living a high vibe life. She's achieving goals. She's smashing the shit out of everything in the most peaceful way possible. I felt really inspired to start this podcast this morning. This isn't my usual time I record. I usually record this in the depths of the night on Thursday night, just before it's due to come out, because I apparently like to give myself chronic stress and fly by the seat of my pants. But I had an experience this morning that just triggered something. And I thought, you know what? I think I want to do a podcast about this. And it's kind of gone from there. So I really want to talk about how we all really want different things in life. And that's absolutely okay. Now, why is this important when we are talking about manifesting and setting goals and the law of attraction? Well, because there's so many of us, and I include myself in that, I fall victim to this all the goddamn time, where we fall into a scarcity mindset as opposed to the massive importance of an abundance mindset. So an abundance mindset is basically the idea that there is more than enough abundance for 
everybody. There is more than enough for everybody. And unfortunately, in the culture in which we are living, whether that is in business or in, I don't know, an entertainment industry, it's very rife in every kind of industry. There's this idea that there's only so many positions. There's only so much space in the market. There's only so many promotions. There's only so many top job roles. And it simply isn't true. It doesn't matter where you work. It doesn't matter what you do. It doesn't matter how you live in your goddamn life. There is more than enough abundance for everyone. So I see that this often happens when you start to think about the things that you really want in your life and you start to set some goals for yourself and you're like, yeah, I'm feeling this. And then you get this crippling fear of, oh my God, this is such an amazing thing that I want. Surely everybody else is going to want it too, right? Like there can't be enough for everyone. And then you start to fall into this trap of feeling fear and anxiety that you either need to rush or you need to beat other people to it because there's only so much available. So a scarcity mentality refers to people seeing life as a finite pie. So that if one person takes a big piece, that this apparently leaves less for everyone else. So most people, particularly in the corporate world, have been conditioned to have this scarcity mentality. People in these professions are fucking brutal. They are savage. They are fighting their way to the top and there ain't no need. A scarcity mentality keeps us from achieving our goals. An abundance mindset refers to the paradigm that there is plenty out there for everybody. Now, you will have seen this happen so many times, both in your life, you may have witnessed it with your own thoughts or those people around you. So, you know, if there are people that have been talking about or if you've been talking about a career change and you haven't quite taken the jump and you're scared and you might have thought, but there aren't enough jobs out there or I'm no good at this or I'm just starting out. Like there's people that are 10 steps ahead of me. There's people that have better resources, better uh, understanding, better knowledge, better education, whatever. I will never win in this situation. We all have either been there or we know people that have said things like this. But this is just scarcity mindset doing its devil dick work. Don't let it fucking win because it's telling you lies. So my friend recently went on maternity leave and she was very unhappy with her like kind of teaching career. She was over it. She was over that shit and she really wanted to change. And my favorite advice to anyone, for people that ask me and people that also don't ask me, is have you thought about spray tanning? Have you thought about lashes? You better believe when I was doing spray tanning and lashes, your girl was living good, okay? Your girl was living a good goddamn life. I was working two days a week and I was balling. You can earn more money doing eyelash extensions and spray tans than some lawyers, some solicitors do per hour. It is wild. Is it fair? I don't know. What is fair? Is life fair? Let's live it. So the last time I spoke to her, she said, oh, I told my friend about this and now she's gone ahead and done the course and she set up a little thing in her garden and she's doing it. So I fucking missed the boat on that one. And I was like, oh man, but you haven't missed the boat. Do you not see like you haven't missed the boat? That is such a scarcity mentality. Like just because your friend, you've told your friend this great idea and she's had the gumption to go and do it. Surely that gives you motivation to go and do it yourself, right? Like you've got to go. Do you think she's the only spray tanner in the world? Of course she's not. We actually are massively 
under, I was going to say underfunded, underserved here in Lincolnshire with spray tanners. There's hardly any. And I just keep trying to get people to start spray tanning businesses because I truly think it will change their lives. And this is just an example of, you know, when I heard my friends say this, it really just like hurt me in my fucking heart. Like, have I taught you nothing, man? Have I taught you nothing? Like, this is such a great opportunity. Just because someone else is doing it doesn't mean that you can't. The old thing that I always come back to, the old example is water. Now we all get water for free out of our goddamn taps. Clean water that has been treated. I mean, some of us may not like the fluoride in it. Some of us may leave our water to stand for 24 to 48 hours to dechlorinate. Hey, that's how I live my life. Don't judge me. But it is a free resource that is available to us all. Now, has this stopped the bottled water production industry making 7.9 billion, she said billion, not million, in 2022. A year when we apparently are living in a cost of living crisis, people are spending 7.9 billion on fucking water. Now, I don't hear the bosses of Evian and Nestle sitting around their board table saying, "Mm, well, I heard that uh, Highland Spring are doing water this year. So I guess there's no more room for us. We'll have to pack up and go home, guys. Get another fucking job. Your wife's going to have to go on OnlyFans. No, they're not saying that because they have that mentality that there is more than enough for everybody. There is space for everybody. And that brings me on to my next point, which is that we don't always want the same thing. Some people love Evian. Some people love Smart Water, even though it's all the fucking same. So this morning I went to see a private school with Bohemia and her dad, which has given me rock hard anxiety for the last few weeks because this is the hard thing about co-parenting. There has to be so much trust and mutual respect there and communication because you are basically two people with really opposing views and upbringings on how things should be done. And we had really differing views. And anyway, we went to see this private school and I was super, super underwhelmed. And it occurred to me that as I sat and looked at this classroom full of children, these kids' parents would have gone there and been like, wow, this is the best fucking thing I've ever seen. I want to spend half my salary on this. I'm absolutely here for this life. I went in there and was like, no, my friend, no, thank you. I'll see you later. Now, the reason for this was, and I'm the only reason I'm telling you this rather random story, by the way, she isn't going to the private school. She's going to state school. Yes, Jeremy Corbyn would be so proud of me. We walked into a classroom and every kid had an iPad in front of them, right in front of them. And they were working from it rather than textbooks. The whiteboard at the front of the room was not a whiteboard. It wasn't a blackboard. I know we're not in the 80s, chalk dust and all that, asthma. I get it. But it was another screen. I then find out that all of these iPads are connected to Wi-Fi at all times and the children carry them on their person all day long and do a lot of their work from them. I was shooketh. I was shooketh. So for me, and I'm not sitting here judging anybody, any school, any parent, and this is my whole point, is that we all value different things. We all want different things. For me as a parent, I really value no screen time, like really limiting screen time. I don't have any devices like tablets, iPads in my house for my children. They don't get to play with my phone. The only thing Bo gets to do is watch YouTube on the main TV, like the family TV. She doesn't have a TV in her bedroom. We don't have all that jazz. The Wi-Fi is off at night. We all have tinfoil hats. 
I'm only joking about that last part. So that's how I live my life. You know, in London, she went to a Waldorf Steiner, um, like nursery thing, and it was incredible. In Waldorf Steiner, they don't teach them to read or write until they're six. They don't have Wi-Fi. They don't... um, they don't teach them anything with computers. It's just, it's a whole thing. I've probably got half of that wrong, but you get the vibe, right? So for me, my child not being around Wi-Fi devices and around screen time is super important. Now, for people like my ex-husband, and again, I'm not saying he's wrong, I'm right, whatever, this is just a difference. He's really into technology and he thinks kids should be learning coding from really young and he doesn't worry about the radiation or any of the other, the other um uh, I guess, downsides of children having access to technology from so young. So that's when this idea struck me of like, there is more than enough for everybody because not everybody wants the same thing. Some people will walk into that private school and be like, oh my God, this is incredible. Sign my kid up today. Other people like me will walk in and be like, no, thank you. This ain't for me. I'm off. Bye-bye. And this goes for every area of life. When you are looking to move to your dream city, your dream location, maybe your perfect neighborhood, maybe even taking it down to your perfect house, you can be overcome with fear that every other person is going to want to buy this particular house. You're going to be outbid. You're going to be gazumped. You're never going to get it. Or that the neighborhood you want to live in, houses never come up because everybody wants to live there. And the only way people move out is if somebody dies. R.I.P. Perhaps it's a particular job or an industry you're looking to work in and you tell yourself, there's no way that I'll get to work there because everybody wants to work there. Everybody will be going for this job. Or perhaps you want to do an OnlyFans about, I don't know, a foot fetish. I don't know. I'm trying to cater to everyone here, okay? And you're like, there's so many foot fetish people. There's that girl that's got the really long toenails. There's that girl that's got the seven toes. I don't know. But that is all just your scarcity mindset talking. We all want such different things out of life, out of a partner, out of a home, out of a career, out of everything. And so you really don't need to have this irrational fear that everybody is going to be chasing after the same thing that you want, because that's just going to give you anxiety and it's going to make you rush for it. And it is going to cause resistance in you achieving your goals. Now, as I said, I have fallen victim to this myself. I don't put myself apart from this. I 100% have felt like this with my podcast, with this business, Law of Attraction Changed My Life. So as you know, I have been teaching Law of Attraction for about 12 to 15 years through YouTube. I had a blog and finally it turned into a podcast about two years ago. Now, About a year ago, the law of attraction absolutely fucking blew up. It blew up. It was all over the gaff. Everyone was talking about it. Celebrities were even bringing out books about manifesting and stuff like that. And it really got to me a little bit when it would be like, oh man, another person, another book, really? Like I've been talking about this for so long. And I kind of got into this trap of thinking, I have to work harder. I have to work faster. I have to do all the things now because I have to beat all these other people that are beating me to it because I also had this limiting belief that these other people didn't have three very young children and so they could spend more time and energy on getting their stuff out there. And all that led to was me feeling extremely stressed, burnt out and overwhelmed. And of course, all of those things cause resistance, which actually ended up in me not bringing the things into my business life that I wanted to. I wasn't attracting any of the shit that I wanted to manifest. This scarcity mindset that if somebody else has achieved something or has something means that everybody else gets less is truly toxic. 
it's a fucking red flag and you need to try and eradicate it from your life. So one area that people most commonly feel like this is around money. So I have done a lot of wealth mindset, money mindset, whatever you want to call it work over the last year or two. And it's an area I'm super passionate about not because I'm a shallow bitch and I like expensive shit, but actually from a much deeper reason, because I am a single mother that has no financial support. And so money to me means time with my children and freedom. So whenever I talk about wealth mindset, money, manifesting money, if you get that kind of icky feeling, which we all can, even I still now, like I still sometimes get it, You have to remember what money means to you. It doesn't mean Gucci bags to everybody. It doesn't mean mansions and yachts. It sometimes, it for a lot of people means, like I just said, time with their children and freedom to be able to do what they want with their life. And those things are invaluable. So there is this belief with a scarcity mindset that there is a limited supply of fortune. Now, my dad very much subscribes to this belief. He's got the fucking t-shirt. He's subscribed to the weekly newsletter. He's living that life. He truly believes that if you have made a lot of money, that that means that other people have gone without. And I'm here to teach him that that is not the case. And I've had many heated debates with him about this, about how now as a wealthy woman, and I like to emphasize that because I do affirm to myself all the time, I am a wealthy woman and wealth will look different to all different people. Um, But for me, I am living a stage of my life where I'm a wealthy woman, okay? And I'm loving my life. I have to explain to him that as a wealthy woman, I now pay so many more local people to do things. Like I I'm able to pay people for their services and pay them well and pay individuals, not big corporations. And that gives me so much joy. I'm able to shop small and shop locally and help the local economy. Fucking love that. I give more to charity than I ever did before. Because before I was just fucking surviving, man. I was surviving. And now I'm able to really work with charities that I love on a regular basis and do regular donations. Now, aside from all of that, The overriding lesson I guess here is that just because somebody has been successful and managed to earn lots of money doesn't mean that someone else has gone without. That money hasn't been taken from somebody else. It simply does not work like that. And it's not just with money. It works with all kinds of things. Like I say, if you're in an industry where you perceive there to be a lot of competition, you may feel like you don't want to boost other people up. You don't want to help other people out. You don't want to share your secrets. You don't want to um, to share in the good fortune because you have this scarcity mindset. Now, if you have seen yourself in this position, and I have 100%, Forgive yourself for that because it is totally normal in this culture to have grown up with a scarcity mindset and it's not easy to change. And so first of all, give yourself a fucking break and forgive yourself for that. So in my industry, you know, my subliminals are hugely popular. I I never predicted. I did an episode on subliminals about a year ago and the wonderful Mark from Canny Crystals was like, Fran, after that episode, you have got to do your own subliminals. Like, why don't you just fucking do it? And God bless him, because guess what he also sells? 
he sells subliminals. And so he was willing to impart that information and say to me, you need to do this too. Like you've done the research on them. You've done the podcast on them. You know how powerful they are. Why don't you do them? And I don't mind on here shouting back and saying, hey, you can also buy subliminals from Canny Crystals. I am not the only person doing them. The same with podcasts. I have another, these both book club bitches actually, but I have another book club bitch, Sophie, who has a podcast all about law of attraction called the positive pig. Now, do I look at her podcast and say, oh God, are all my listeners going to suddenly go there? Of course not. Otherwise, why would I mention it on my own goddamn podcast? So here are some things that you can do to really get yourself into an abundance mindset and reject that scarcity mindset because it ain't doing you no favors, girl. It's doing you no favors. Now, you can surround yourself with people who also have an abundance mindset. Tony Robbins says, the quality of a person's life is often a direct reflection of the expectations of their peer group. Now, what does that mean? That means if your friends all sit around bitching how they've never got any money and they never do anything exciting, that is going to be the expectation of your life. And that's all you're going to like basically be aspiring to. You have to try and raise yourself higher. Look around you. If you don't look up to the people that you are spending your time with, you may need to search out for other people that are living the life that you aspire to. Now, this is a difficult one because so many of us have friends and family in our life who we are so grateful for their presence in our lives. They bring us so much joy. We value their friendship. We value their relationship. But they may not be people that you necessarily aspire to be like or aspire to live like. And if you are in that situation, it is your duty, it's your responsibility. It ain't nobody else's to surround yourself with people that are going to raise you up. Now, I have seen the direct consequences of this. When I'm around certain friends, I am so much more inspired. I want so much more from life. We brainstorm. We talk. It's just fucking magical. But these people can be really difficult to find. So I find myself in a situation where I don't always have that around me. And I have to find a lot of that online. Um, But I do look at my life and I say, actually, a place where I do have that is more in London. It's just one of the the things of life that often big cities will have more aspirational um, kind of stuff going on. And so I am very aware that in the next year, I want to bring back into my life more of an element of London, spending time there again. You know, I've kept my Shoreditch House membership. I always remember being in a queue for the swimming pool. Oh, that was during COVID times. That was not a time to be alive. In the queue for the swimming pool at Shoreditch House. And I got talking to this to be honest, quite hot guy behind me. And he was like one of the producers for, I guess I shouldn't say actually, a massive TV show in the UK. And we got talking and just from being in that person's presence, just from having that conversation, I felt so much more inspired and motivated in my own life. Shoreditch House also do this amazing thing um, called Mother's Meetings. So Mother's Meetings is its own entity. It's run by a lovely lady called Jenny. In fact, I think I'm going to go and speak there soon. So excited for that. And it is this, it's like nothing I've ever seen before. It's not like a normal mother's group. It's like 
a mother's meeting. So you take your kids along. Bo and I used to go all the time. But for women in the creative space, so it'd be women with their own businesses, with um, creative ideas to talk about. You know, it was basically a mum's group for women that didn't want to meet up and talk about how many shits their baby had done that day or whether they're fucking crawled or turned over. Like it was like, okay, I'm thinking of starting this podcast. Okay, I've got this great idea for an app. I've got this whatever. And it was fucking amazing. Now, I am very aware that the majority of my life is spent sitting in my house working from home. And that ain't healthy for nobody. I mean, I love it, but I do recognize that a change is on the horizon and I need to get back out around those people and in those environments to be able to really do myself a not a disservice. What's the opposite of a disservice? A service? To give myself a service, to allow myself to really grow to my full potential. So if like me, you are maybe stuck at home with young children or you're living somewhere where these things don't really, like they're, they're not obvious. I don't want to say don't exist because that is probably not true. Um, Turn to online. There's so many ways that you can find these things online. You can follow podcasts and listen to podcasts that really inspire you. It might even be this one. That'd be exciting. I don't know about you, but when I listen to a podcast, I feel like I'm having a conversation with a friend that basically won't let me speak. And I love it. I often listen to podcasts in the car and I get to the other end and my entire mood has changed because I genuinely feel like I'm in the car with that person. And that is really powerful. Okay. So if you want to consider me one of your high vibe inspirational friends, I would be fucking honored to have that place because they don't have to be in real life. They don't have to be there in front of you you can have it through a podcast. Another way is to follow people on social media, content creators that inspire you and motivate you and share information with you and make you be a better person. So we can all curate our social media to either be a toxic place where we feel bad about ourselves or a really positive place that gives us information and ideas and energy and motivation. And it's truly, again, it's up to you to decide which one it's going to be for you. And finally, you can be part of a community. There are so many communities online where you can be a part of it. You can be part of a mentorship. You can be part of a brainstorming um, thing. You can be part of a a mastermind. You know, I have my book club. That is 3,000 bad bitches that every month we are living and breathing the same process. We communicate through an online forum, like a Facebook group, and we listen to the same things. We're reading the same books. And I swear to God, I feel their energy. And we often talk about this. We we move as one, like a flock of fucking swallows. You know, when you see them in the sky and they're all going in the same direction and you're like, how? How are they all? How do they know where they're going? That's basically like the book club bitches, except we are earthbound and probably sat in a chair reading. But you get the vibe, right? We raise each other's vibe. We hold each other accountable. And just because we're not there in real life, in front of each other, breathing in each other's COVID spores, we are still there um, through the power of technology. And it's a very, very powerful thing. So find if there is an online community, maybe there's a local small business networking, women in business, whatever, you know, around you. Check that out. So the next idea is to create win-win situations in your life. So quite often we feel like in relationships, particularly at work or if we are co-parenting or something that may not be an easy relationship, we sometimes feel like there has to be a winner and a loser when you are negotiating things. But 
That doesn't need to be the case. No one needs to win or lose in any situation. Look for ways where both parties can win and try and practice this in your personal and your professional life. Another great thing is to practice gratitude. I know I bang on about this so much because it's so, so important. And look, we all forget to practice gratitude. I forget to practice gratitude all the time. That's why in the book club, we do the 28-day gratitude process, The Magic, every single January. Now, you might be like, Fran, why would you do the same book every year? Because it is one of those things that has a monumental effect on your life. If you actually genuinely practice gratitude for 28 days, I want you to come back and tell me nothing crazy has happened. I will not believe you. Something crazy will have happened in your life. Something monumental will have shifted. But we often forget how these things can help us and it's good to be reminded. So practicing gratitude is the one. There have been so many studies on how practicing gratitude impacts your overall experience of happiness. It has long lasting effects. Um, There's so many things. You can Google that shit, but Oprah Winfrey, the queen, let's see what she has to say about it. If you look at what you have in life, you will always have more. And if you look at what you don't have in life, you will never have enough. So practicing gratitude, as we know, always a must. And finally, train your brain to recognize the possibilities. So something we talk about in the law of attraction as you get deeper into sort of the self-development work is that there is an infinite field of possibilities. When you are manifesting, you're not really attracting anything to you. Everything you could ever want is actually already there. It's just breaking down the blocks and being open to the possibilities of what you have. So an abundance mindset allows you to see more in your life, more options, more choices and more resources. There was a Harvard study that found that when we focus on one particular thing very intently, other possibilities that are right in front of us can go completely unnoticed. The brain can only absorb so much. So if your belief is, I can't do it, or it's impossible, or there isn't enough, then any other thoughts contradicting that will just get thrown out. We've talked about this before, right, with the... um, Uh, the reticular activating system about how if you want to see green cars or brown cars, that is what you will see all day. Start training your mind to loosen its focus and create an expanded awareness. And you will see how much easier it is to manifest the things that you want in your life. I saw something on Instagram the other day, actually, which was very fascinating. If you go to Russell Brand's Instagram account, he did a reel about how basically there was this audio and it was like, green needle or red paint, whichever phrase you are reading is what you would hear in the audio. And he said, isn't this an incredible example of how that audio is the same? Like both of the things were being said. I don't know how the fuck they do that. But what you are reading is what your brain will literally hear. And so your brain is very fucking powerful. It will filter out so many things that it deems not important or that don't align with your beliefs. And that's why it's so imperative that you work on changing your beliefs, that you are open to possibilities and you are willing to see the good, the opportunities, the possibilities and the abundance in life because that is what will come through for you every single time. And that's it, bitches. That's all I've got to say on the scarcity mindset and the abundance mindset. I pray that you all take at least one thing from today and will apply this in your life and really start to see some shifts 
in your mindset when it comes to um, this feeling of scarcity and that there's not enough for everybody? Because it can be crippling and it can really block you from living your dream life. Um, If you enjoyed this podcast, if you got any value from this today, please do your girl a solid and rate, review, subscribe. It takes mere seconds and I promise you, it really helps me out so much. It helps the podcast get ranked. It helps people find it. All that jazz. Um, What else do I have to tell you? It's December. Happy December, bitches. Um, We have started a new book in the book club called The Four Agreements. It is a book of Toltec wisdom. Every time I say Toltec wisdom, I always have this panic that I'm actually mispronouncing Toltec. And maybe it's one of those things that's like a total different pronunciation and it's actually like Holtax or something. Um, But yeah, it's a book on like ancient wisdom and how to live a free and happy life with a really basic code of conduct of basically four agreements that you make with yourself and how it leads to a really peaceful life. If you are all about that shit, come and join us. You can come and join at any point in the month. It's a very short book. It's only got four chapters chapters so you could easily catch up or if you want to wait until January and come and do the 28 day gratitude process the magic with us I would love to have you there it's going to be wild I can't wait to see what shifts for me every time something wild happens so that's always a fun surprise um and what else do I have to tell you oh I have two brand new subliminals that are now live on my website francescaamber.com and they are ones that To be honest, I don't know why I didn't do them before. So the first is overcoming anxiety and overwhelm. And the second is focus and productivity. So for me, these two really go hand in hand. I recently have been feeling so overwhelmed, what with an impending house move, Christmas coming up, more work than ever, three children, just all the stuff, all the stuff in life. And I often get so overwhelmed and overcome with anxiety that it paralyzes me and I find it really hard to be productive and focus and I end up procrastinating and then it obviously makes the overwhelm even worse. It's like a vicious cycle. And so I don't know why I had not done these before, but these two new subliminals are now on my website and they would work either alone or together in conjunction. Just make sure that any subliminals, you try and listen to them ideally every day, but at least three times a week to really see a significant difference in your life. Um, Anything else you want to find? Tickets to my New Year's Day workshop, everything, subliminals, online workshops, all that jazz. It is all at francescaamber.com. Check it out. Um, And you can come and find me on Instagram as always. In fact, I think the day that this podcast gets released is the day that I move house. And this may sound wild, but this is a huge manifestation for me. Like it's huge, potentially my biggest manifestation ever. And so I've asked my sister, (laughs) who is also my assistant to come along and not help pack boxes, but to create content because I realized that quite often, like the biggest things that I like achieve, like when I set goals for myself, sometimes they're things that I can't really show. And I want to always share with you guys, like, how my life is changing through these practices. I want you to see that it is indeed working. And there's some big things like laser eye surgery, you know, like finally getting my teeth fixed, like all these things that, you know, inner work, how the fuck do you show like all the inner work you've done on yourself? Like it's really hard to show that. And so 
manifesting my dream house and moving into my dream house as a single mother on a single income with my daughters is a fucking huge thing. And I realized I need that bitch to fucking make some reels about it. So um, come and head over to Instagram if you want to see my moving day. I'm sure it's going to be a lol. Um, I'm at Francesca Amber or at Law of Attraction Changed My Life. Um, And I think that's all I've got to say. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for being here with me for another week. Um, And I will see you bitches next week. The Law of Attraction has changed my life. It's going to change yours too. Bye. What up, bitches? It's no secret that reading has changed my goddamn life. I think it's incredible that people put their entire life's work, their teachings into a book that often costs less than £10. It's incredible to me. And I am so thankful to all of the authors that have helped me on my self-development journey. And, you know, I have the UK's biggest self-development book club. There's over 3,000 of us reading along each month. But maybe you're thinking, Fran, I ain't got time to read. Who do you think I am? Barbara Cartland? No, you are busy. You are girl bossing it. You are living your goddamn life. And I get that. I see that. I hear it and I value it. And that's where Audible can come in. If you find yourself only with the time to be able to listen to something, but to not sit and physically hold a book, maybe you have a physical job like um, cleaning or whatever, where you are using your hands or maybe you're a crafter. And you want to be able to just listen to something and to learn on the go. Or maybe you're driving a lot and you're able to listen to a book, but you know, it's illegal to read a book and drive, bitches. Don't try it. Then Audible may be for you. I have a 30-day free trial that you can have a little go at and see if it's for you. You can download millions of books to your phone or to your laptop or whatever you fucking want and listen to it wherever you are. Um, So check it out. Um, I'll leave the link down below. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.